Hey Atlanta, John Benjamin here from Archer and Bob's Burgers. You're listening to Kennedy Lucas on his hit show KLP Aftermath. It's the hottest show and you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. It's the KLP Aftermath. You're locked into the man. Check this out. Here we go. It's time. You're live and in the mix with ATL Zone. KLP, Kenny Lucas. Yo, 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 what's going on? This is Jersey Drake. Hi, this is Rihanna. Hey, what's up? This is Ludacris. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. You're rocking with the best. It's the number one station, blazing the airway. Right here, so keep it locked. What's up, y'all? This is Beyonce, and you're listening to my station. Powered by the Core 94. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast. Today, this is the KLP Aftermath with your host, Kelby Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back, guys. We are back in our studio, Swanky Studios, to bring you guys another epic show. We've got Cyrus Lester in the building. You guys heard him before. If you guys missed out on the YouTube channel or, of course, on Spotify video over at KLP Plus, we've been doing a lot of analyst-type videos. Of course, it's a great time to be a gamer, guys. It's a, it's a great time to be a gamer because there's just so many things that are coming out gaming wise. And of course, me and T, we had to cover all of it. We had to cover some good stuff around it. I'm excited for gaming. I know a lot of people out there are so excited T. you know, summer is the time where a lot of things are getting announced, guys. A lot of great things are getting announced when it comes to gaming. So uh, it is called the new show on our platform called KLB Double Take. So if you guys want to dabble on into it, of course, KLB Double Take with your host Kennedy and Tyrus. We've been doing a lot of analysts this past couple of days. That's kind of where we've been when it came to our podcasting. We've been doing that. And of course, we did announce, and I'm so excited for this. Of course, we did announce uh, the first movie. Uh, to get ready to come out in 2023 of course hardline second term uh if you guys don't know about what hardline is that is my movie uh franchise that we started in 2021 with the first ever hardline um that movie was very fun to film you guys can watch it on youtube at klp entertainment or on klp plus to watch the first movie gear up ready for next year for the second movie so um I had to think about it, see, like I had to think about what movie have I not made the sequel of yet? And there's just so many movies we made. Some of them probably won't get a sequel, right? But some of them will. And Hardline was one of the best movies. Honestly, one of my best movies, guys, to be honest, because we did uh, do a lot, right? We did a lot of um, filming for that and we got nominated a lot for that film. So that's why the business sense, it's make, it makes sense to make a sequel, but uh, Hardline was actually one of my favorite movies to make. So um, I'm excited. I will finally will have a voice acting character. I know the first one I didn't, I was just the director director i didn't have a character in this in the first one so now in the second one i'll be playing simon uh, o'connor he is the upcoming vice president in the film i'm excited because there's just so much we're going on to it now we're gonna we're not gonna waste much time on our show because we have a lot of things to jam packed in tonight's show live here at swinky studios klp aftermath the hottest show in atlanta season three we have a lot of things coming on podcasting wise and the special announcement guys of course here we go we're going to be doing a podcast super show this saturday of course we're talking about juneteenth if you guys don't know my one of my favorite holidays juneteenth is this sunday along with father's day and that saturday june 18th 
we're going to be at the uh, Robert Wolfdrug uh library at the mark studio to bring you guys another klp in the morning but it's going to be a super show let me tell you why because it's juneteenth weekend and of course we're going to tell you guys and talk all about juneteenth that day we're also going live on instagram at emory radio one so if you guys know about us right now go follow our instagram account of course it's emory radio one again that's emory radio one you don't want to miss the live stream this saturday and who knows we might even have some guest hosts on the show um we have two people that's lined up to be guest hosts on the show um a lot of things can happen between now and saturday but um, I'm excited to have those guest hosts on there. You guys are going to see them on Instagram Live and, of course, on the uh, audio version of the podcast. So we've just got a lot to do with that. Juneteenth, the KOP in the morning, Juneteenth podcast super show live from the Emory University in Atlanta, the Mark Studio. It's going to be fantastic, guys. I cannot wait uh, to talk about things on that podcast. That's going to be a great show. Um, you guys liked the last stream we did. And I can't say last weekend, guys, because I, I want to apologize on the show uh, because I didn't do a podcast last weekend simply because we've been doing other film stuff that past weekend. But the past weekend before that, we went live and a lot of people chimed in. A lot of viewers went up. You guys enjoyed it. So we're going to keep on that train of making sure that we go live for you guys for sure. Um, a lot of people did ask us, are we going live for KLP Aftermath? The answer is yes and no, guys. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of behind the scenes when it comes to podcasting. There's a lot of setup we have to do when running a production, when running a radio show. It's not just getting a mic, getting a computer and go and, and record. It's a lot of things that go on behind the scenes when planning a podcast so you know klp aftermath will it come to live an instagram video yes will it come sooner probably not i don't know i don't have an official answer for you guys on that but it is coming just to say another thing that's coming around of course this week you guys are going to see the official trailer of my new documentary of course street style a new york culture will be happening the trailer is coming out very very soon i cannot wait for you guys to see that movie simply because that documentary has so many great elements right we, we went to new york we filmed and it's just very very exciting to say the least i'm excited for you guys to see the documentary uh, i'm I, i'm super stoked for that because you know that is a film that you know it's a documentary so it's not one of my animated type movies or tv shows but I'm excited for that one because we went to New York, right? We traveled, we ate, we had a great time in New York. So I cannot wait to give you guys the trailer for that. Um, it's going to be a one heck of a ride for the trailer. Um, we are looking into get addition into Amazon Prime and 2B TV. So in the trailer, and I, I can say this, um, you guys are gonna gonna want to know a date. I, I don't have an official date picked out quite just yet, and the reason for that being is because I'm trying to get it distributed to Prime and 2B TV. And when you're trying to get something distributed to a platform like that you know they they don't you got you can pick a date but they they can't guarantee a slot for that date yet so that's why when you see the trailer this week it's still going to say fall 2022 definitely it's coming out this year definitely but i just don't have a date for you guys yet i'm sorry i apologize i just don't have um a date for you guys so again like i say we're not wasting no time um because we're going to talk about the xbox and bethesda game showcase i know you guys were looking forward to us doing the klp double take on that we're just going to talk about it here uh, i'm just going to talk about it here on the podcast 
um, because it's something to talk about not only for the podcast, but there's a lot of things. Now, I do got to say for Xbox and Bethesda's showcase, and that showcase was yesterday, by the way, it was June 12th. Um, it was about one o'clock Eastern time. We're in the Eastern time because we're in Atlanta. But let me just say the press conference was pretty good. I can tell that Xbox had, and, and see, you can contest it as, you know, there was a lot of good quality over quantity, right? From the Bethesda Xbox showcase. And I, I was thrown away. I was actually quite surprised with some of the surprises we got from the Xbox and Bethesda showcase. But let me tell you, this was actually a good showcase because when you're having all these companies right now, they're getting ready to do their their showcase and they, we just got worried somehow. And I, I missed this today. Capcom had a showcase today, which we're gonna watch tonight and probably do a double take later this week about it. But Capcom had a, a showcase. So all these companies are having showcasing uh, for, for the games and what's to come. So I was, you know, we're getting flooded with a lot of showcases, but Xbox and Bethesda's showcase in particular really broke it down for us. They really gave us some good quality type video games. And let me tell y'all, and I'm not so much on the Xbox bandwagon, right? Because I have a PlayStation 5. I'm both, right? I'm not in the console war. I don't prefer one over the other, but I got to say, Xbox Game Pass, they're, they're giving a lot of stuff for Game Pass, right? So I had to cancel my subscription because God knows I have so many subscriptions in my lifetime at home. I might have to bring my Xbox Game Pass back later this year simply because we're getting a lot of great content for Game Pass, right? So it's just smart for me to get my Game Pass back. I'm actually thinking about getting it back and adding it to my bill monthly bill simply because Xbox and Bethesda well, Xbox Showcase, they gave us a whole lot of content to where we're not missing out on a whole lot. So, of course, I have my phone here and I can't wait to do the uh, talk about it. Here's everything that got announced here today. Uh, of course, Overwatch 2. Yes, that's one of the games that I'm excited for. I'm excited to play it, but I'm excited because you guys don't know if you're watching TV shows of ours at KLP Entertainment and now on KLP Plus, that shameless plug there, a Spotify video exclusive streaming service. We did an Overwatch kind of series back in the day, season one. So now we get to come back and do season two. Um, so I'm excited. Of course, a lot of producers are ready for it. I'm ready for it simply because, uh, you know, Overwatch is one of my good brands I like to play. Um, so I'm quite excited, for, to say the least. I'm quite excited uh, to see. Of course, Overwatch come back season two, new characters, the voice actors are coming back. I hope they're giving a lot of cutscenes because if there's no cutscenes, we can't do season two, right? Obviously. So um, I'm excited to take the series and, and redo it and put it in our own engine and, and distribute back there to the YouTube for our fan base. Now, that is a fan made uh, project, by the way. I just had to break that out there. Every show that we do. Um, currently, whether you're watching the origin of Korra or my old show like the Desperado story or the Max Payne story, those are fan made. We do not own 100% of those, but um, just had to throw that out there, T. Um, so we did get to see Overwatch 2. Diablo 4 will be bringing the blood waves in 2023. Um, Diablo is very interesting because I haven't played a Diablo game. I know a lot of people in the comments are going to be like, What? Are you serious, Kennedy? I haven't played a Diablo game. So seeing the fourth one they seem like they're 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 getting into it a lot of people were hyped about diablo 4 my take on that game though 
I'm not a Diablo fan. I haven't played Diablo, so I can't say that I'm a fan, guys. But they're really, a lot of people were very hyped about this, right? And maybe this will be something I can give a try. Um, it is kind of an overhang, the camera overhangs your character, that type of gameplay. So I, I'm I'm skeptical about games like that because games like that I just can't get into. But maybe Diablo 4 might change my mind because a lot of people did wait for it. A lot of people were quite excited for that for sure. The next game, of course, three Persona titles are coming to Xbox starting uh, Persona 5 Royal. I played Persona 5 and uh, Persona 4. Um, I haven't played 3. I know, I haven't played Persona 3. Um, but I did play a Persona game before, and this is really good that they're coming to Xbox because, honestly, guys, this has been the highest demand um, when it came down to games being plugged into uh, the Xbox franchises because usually with Persona from Atlas, Atlas is a Japanese company and they, they tend to cater to Nintendo and Sony. But now Xbox is going to get a piece of this pie, right? And this is something that's also going to be on Game Pass. So again, PlayStation and Nintendo has competition with Xbox because there are a lot of games that are coming to Xbox Game Pass for free, essentially, if you're having a subscription service. So I don't know. This is a crazy situation for, with Xbox trying to get ahead. In every game that we got announced, guys, every game did get announced that, you know, hey, you know, this is uh, this is their Game Pass, right? Game Pass. Oh, you're going to get you can play it day one Game Pass. They plugged that up for us, guys. They really plugged that up uh, for us when it came down to it. So congratulations to Atlas and, and Persona. Um, I do like the Persona games, by the way. They're very, very fun. I do have the Persona 5 game for Nintendo Switch. So um, I didn't get that game day one when it came out, guys. But that game is quite interesting. Another game that came out trailer that is coming out launching in 2023 and i we did talk about this in our state of play double take and the 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 scope of games is the hint of the word is 2023 right 2023 is going to be a great year for gamers because it seems like there's a lot of great games that's coming out for 2023 of course redfall was one of the games the first game that actually got announced um very good now finally we got to saw redfall gameplay and i was instantly hooked because it's their first person experience um coming to game pass by the way Redfall looks fresh. It looks clean. The character development looks good. It's set in, in uh, Massachusetts, Boston. So the storyline is not too gory, but you're shooting zombies, I guess. The gameplay looks fresh and clean. I was skeptical about Redfall when we saw the cinematic type trailer way back way. But now we're finally got to saw some gameplay from the conference yesterday. And I genuinely am enjoying this. And I like and I hope they didn't do this for the demo. But there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, ad lib, right? There's a lot of script reading. Um, the actors portraying acting during uh, during gameplay, right? Um, you guys go back and see that that initial trailer. I like how your character is talking within your gameplay, right? I think that is a good niche. I think that's a great uh, thing. It makes you feel more immersed into the game. Um, and that's what we got to see in Redfall yesterday. So I'm excited for that because simply Redfall is going to be a great game that everybody is going to pick up. Of course, Hollow Knight's uh, Silk Song saw the trailer. I'm kind of skipping over that because I'm just not... I just wasn't into that one, but high on life. That game looks weird, but it looks funny. It was weird to hear JB Smooth. He's a comedian. If for some of people who don't know, um, of course, uh, high on life looks like a 
quirky weird game that the directors and creators of rick and morty is behind this i think people this is this is gonna sell because a lot of people love rick and morty so that game is gonna sell it's, it's a first person shooter but it's different right? it's a different take on it riot games is on game pass coming to game pass they have some of their hit games like league of legends will be coming to the xbox game pass from riot games so that was nice we did see a plague tales requiem we did see a gameplay of that i knew that we were going to see that team we also talked about it on our double take uh video i do i knew this game was coming right i knew this was coming uh looks fresh it looks clean it looks like a very stealthy type game is what i picked up from this from the trailer again that is going to be a game that you're going to be able to pick up on game pass for some more to sport it looks fresh right it looks clean i mean it's a racing game right so i'm just not I, I'm, I'm excited for them, right? But, you know, it's, it's a racing game. It's, you know, typical for the Forza brand, but, you know, it's fresher. The the light, um, not light art, the, the ray tracing is there. Uh, the graphic style is there. They're doing imaging in there for the actual trees and daytime. So that's a cool nifty thing. Um, we just have to see more, right? We have to see a little bit more gameplay for me. Microsoft Flight Simulator's 40th anniversary. I'm excited for them as well because here's a little behind the scenes. We'll be using some of their technology in uh, my the second film, Hardline's second term for next year. So uh, just a little tidbit, a little sneak peek there. Uh, of course, Overwatch, I already talked about that. Of course, Elder Scrolls Online High Isles will be coming out. I haven't been really an Elder Scrolls fan that much. Um, Fallout 76, we are going to see that kind of an expansion. Forza Horizon 5, the Hot Wheels expansion will be coming in July 19th. I was excited for that because I knew that was coming to um, the Hot Wheels because Hot Wheels and Xbox, they've been doing that thing for years, right? When it came down to what was the first? I think it was like the Connect Joyride. You use the Connect and you're driving. They integrated Hot Wheels in that. And then, of course, Forza. Uh, I want to say three or four, they use Hot Wheels. So it's fitting that on the fifth one, they're going to use Hot Wheels. Arc 2, starring Vin Diesel. I saw him there. It's really cool to see Vin Diesel uh, in a video game, another video game. He's been in other video games. But Vin Diesel will be starring in Arc 2. That's very cool. It seems like a lot of actors are getting into the video game world, which is great because it's awesome like the rock is in it with fortnite trying I, I know that was a bad compare you know the rock and vin diesel with their beef right now um but you got the rock and fortnite you got vin diesel on arc 2 you got jb smooth and um high on life so a lot of these uh david arquette the the query and brenda songs in there too so you're having a lot of actors and actresses dabbling into the video game world i'm here for it scorn is the next game it's a little bit gory for me but maybe that might be for some people I just haven't been into that. Of course, Minecraft Legends is coming. A finally a campaigned version of a Minecraft game. A lot of people love Minecraft. I see it on Twitch, right? Twitch is the game where um, it is the software where you'll see a lot of Minecraft. T. You're going to see a lot of Minecraft on Twitch. That's all I see is gamers playing Minecraft and they can play that for 24 hours all day long if they wanted to. Um, Lightyear Frontier, honestly, when I saw the name, I thought this was going to be like a Buzz Lightyear type of game. But after seeing the trailer, I'm just not into it. It just seems like you're just, far I mean, you're farming and you're in a robot. So. I mean, I'm not interested in that. I I hate games that are making us farm and making us clean things. I want to shoot somebody. I want to kill somebody. I want to explore. You know, I don't like games where you have to clean stuff. The only cleaning game I like was Mario Sunshine because that was very, very fun cleaning type game. 
Um, but I'm just not into the whole farming and growing thing. And that's probably why I haven't really played. Well, this is a bad comparison because Animal Crossing is actually pretty good. You're doing more than just farming in that game. But I'm just I'm just not. Uh, the last case of Benedict Fox. That game looked quite interesting for it to be a 2D type platformer. Of course, a game about detective and a demon coming in 2023. That sounds very, very good to play. As Dusk Falls, this was the game I am really excited about. It's launching next month, July 19th. I'm excited as Dusk Falls because the, I want to say, what was the Tribeca Film Festival is a part of this. And this is a story cinematic driven type game, right? This is a game that I do want to pick up and try. I like the storytelling of it. It's like you're going through a full movie, what seems like, and you're making decisions. One decision can lead you to the right path or a decision can lead you to another path. I'm excited for this one because it, it's it's about, it's, it's it feels like a movie. It's a cinematic type experience, but it's actually a video game. And I, I love games like this. I really do. Um, so that's going to be the game where I really dabble on into it. Uh, sea of Thieves did announce their next season seven. So that's quite interesting. Uh, of course, Annapurna Perna Interactive, that's a film company as well. They debuted Cocoon. Uh, Wulong Final Dynasty, um, that is from the Team Ninja. Um, that game looks quite interesting. Uh, quite interesting for sure we'll see how that plays out of course you know tim if you guys know team ninja they do a lot of they're in charge of um one example they did one piece they did a one piece game and they also did um fire emblem that team did that of course hideo kojima of course his next game project will be in collaborations with xbox game studios we all heard the rumors right we just didn't want to believe them so much and a lot of people speculated it is true of course hideo kojima first of all he's going to remain an independent studio which i think that's a good move because now he can go to playstation and xbox he's not sold to one i know playstation was trying to offer him an exclusive contract for his studio to be a playstation exclusive that's not always the case he's using xbox as well as well he has another game that's coming out it's quite interesting and the last thing we did see guys is starfield we saw official gameplay and honestly it looks beautiful uh, i feel like they still have a lot more work to do when it comes to that game but you know what i always say guys a game is never fun when it's rushed so i say to a lot of people you know take your time with it simply take your time with these type of games because it's just one of those things that you know a lot of people were upset and we talked about it in our double take t a lot of people were upset that this game got de got delayed from 2022 to 2023 again guys studios bethesda studios take your time on this game because this is your heavy hitter this is a game not only that is coming out for game pass day one but this is a heavy hitter this what this was the game everybody is talking about so again i say to a lot of people don't don't have them rush the game out take their time if it needs to be laid even more after 2023's announcement that's fine because this is your heavy hitter and that's pretty much what we got from the xbox bethesda studios showcase like i say quality overall over quantity they didn't give us a whole bunch of bs they gave us a great number of games that we're all excited for again and guess what guys most of the games that we listed you can play well coming out when it comes out you can play it on xbox game pass again i'm not a sponsor to xbox xbox if you're watching or listening to the show if you want to sponsor me please sponsor me but 
I'm not a sponsor for Xbox. I'm just saying this is why they're winning, kind of winning right now. Now, not to say that I'm dissing PlayStation because PlayStation got some great titles. Again, Stray coming out. Street Fighter 6 is coming. A lot of great games are coming. Uh, but Xbox, they hey, you, you got Game Pass, and their subscription looks a little bit better than, than PlayStation's right now. So within the last couple of minutes of the show here today, we like to dabble on in to what we do, the special topics on each show. Of course, I would have an elephant of the room, but today's a good day. We're not going to dabble into bad news on this podcast. We're going to keep it positive, uh, of course. So here's the last couple of minutes. The last minutes, we're going to talk about food. You guys know what we did in the last show of KLP in the morning. We have questions here. We're going to read the questions out, and then we're going to answer them live on the show. And today's topic is food. Of course, everybody loves food. I'm about to go home after this podcast edit and fix me some food because I am hungry myself. Of course, um, of course, uh, they say ask listeners, but we don't. We're not live on today's show. We're pre-recording, but um, they say ask listeners where's the best and worst restaurants that they've ever eaten at and why. And I can get I can give you guys my best restaurants that i've eaten at so far in my lifetime um so one restaurant i've eaten at that's the best um was lately it was is this place in duluth georgia called volcano that is a steak and sushi place um good food right very very scrumptious food you know it's a, it's kind of a hibachi tea like it's a hibachi kind of thing we went for our, our friend david's birthday and the hibachi the food was fresh it was very entertaining they had an automatic robot give us some food that place was quite quite in, it, it was very very interesting to see the talent the chefs giving us not only just your generic hibachi show but they gave us a little bit extra when it came down to it the sake was good my food was good i had the chicken hibachi that was scrumptious the fry the uh, vegetables was fresh the fried rice was just fried just right that's one of the best restaurants that I've been to. Um, I did go to this one place um, talking about seafood, uh, not Papados, not Papados, but it's this place that was in New Orleans. I forgot the name of this place, but it was a seafood place. And this was when I was 16 years old. So this was years ago, but that was a great place too. authentic seafood. Um, right slap there. It's authentic seafood. It was scrumptious. It was really, really good. Another place I did go to most recently, I know this is uh, uh, this restaurant is not as fancy, but Lazy Dog is actually another good one. I went with my mom because we had to talk about some business opportunities as well. Lazy Dog was pretty good. That is in there's two in it. There's one in Atlanta and one in Peachtree Corners. Uh, I did go to the Peachtree Corners one. That one was scrumptious. I had the chicken walk and that was scrumptious. They had this thing called uh, candy bacon. Very, very good. The worst restaurant that I've been to. No, I got to go back on the good restaurants because there's there's many more. There's one more. This was this really nice fried chicken spot in New York City. So if you guys remember, we did go to New York. And I got to text my friend Harmony to see what was the name of that restaurant. So that chicken spot was in Queens. And that was the best fried chicken spot I've ever tasted. It was so good. I can't even compare that to Gus's Chicken in Atlanta. If you guys don't know, Gus Fried Chicken is another good spot. But the spot we went to in Queens, oh, my God, that place was good. Um, the worst, I have to say, and I have to say this, the worst thing, because I have a bad reaction to shrimp now, guys. Um, we went to this Cajun 
food truck spot right so after we went to the high museum we went to a food truck spot where it's like an area in atlanta where you had quite a few food trucks around and you know you go there you listen to music you eat from the food truck you socialize and their shrimp was horrible the shrimp was not fried all the way and I, I immediately when i got home i felt like i needed to puke guys i felt like i needed to hurl my shrimp back up because it just was not good that was the worst food that i had so far um what and the next question is where um what their go-to uh what the go-to food is when you're feeling down um i try to stay positive guys but my go-to food when i'm feeling down uh, we have to be Chinese food. So I go to near my house tea. There's a and I have to go to the mom and pop type Chinese spots, right? I can go to the Panda Express, right? I've been to Panda Express. I can still eat Panda Express. They're just not that great when it comes to Chinese food. If you want good, authentic Chinese food, you have to go to your mom and pop type Chinese food. Now, the Chinese food spot we go to, there's one near my house that's really, really good. And there's one near my brother's house called New York Panda Express. Not Panda Express, not the American version, not the Panda Express. It's called New York Chinese Panda Express. And that's authentic, authentic Chinese food. That's the one you got to go to. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one I got to go to is the authentic one. That's my go to when I'm feeling down. Um, Chick-fil-A is another one, right? You can't go wrong with Chick-fil-A if you're if you're feeling down. And again, it's rare that I'd be feeling down sometimes, but I've been to Chick-fil-A where I'm stressed about something and I just need to get a, a, a nugget piecemeal or strip meal and some waffle fries. And every time I go to Chick-fil-A, I gotta I gotta get me a cookies and cream uh, milkshake which does sound kind of good for tomorrow's dinner. I, I, I have to get a milkshake from Chick-fil-A because their milkshakes are so good. I can't get it from Burger King. I can't go to McDonald's and get a, a milkshake, even though I can I can try Chick-fil-A milkshakes. The cookies and cream, oh, God, it's so good. It's really, really good. Uh, Zaxby's is, an, is another one. Zaxby's is another go-to when I'm feeling down. I love Zaxby's. I can't go wrong with Zaxby's. Of course, if you had, if you haven't, excuse me, if you have even had a major mishaps in the kitchen while trying to cook something, um, yes, I've had major mishaps while cooking in the kitchen. I burnt chicken before, and I know it's crazy. It's crazy to say, y'all, I burnt some chicken before. I burnt, I remember this was the first time that I moved into my other place, right? My old place, my 2019 home that I had, I burnt the crap out of some chicken because 2019 is when I left uh, campus of GGC because I was I was an RA and 2018 was the year that I left campus wasn't an RA anymore and I became an independent solely and I for the one of my nights there I was so excited because it was the kitchen new kitchen to me I'm frying chicken and I burnt the mess out of chicken. So that was the major mishap that I've had. And ever since then, I've been trying to prevent back. And I'm a chef, guys. I do cook. But <laughs> when you've been living on campus for, I want to say, three years, four years, you know, you 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 kind of forget your cooking skills because in the in the dorm rooms and resident halls, you can't cook. You can microwave, but you can't like cook, cook. So you have to go eat in the dining hall. So I lost my my flavor of cooking 
uh, before. So now I had to get back to it, to the routine in 2018 of me cooking. And ever since then, I've started to cook. So every now and then, usually on weekdays, I cook. Um, well, I pretty much cook every day now. Like it's, 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 you lose it helps you lose weight a little a little bit i depends on what you're cooking and you don't spend so much money t like and i know a lot of people do eat out a lot right i had to cut out the eat out a lot because my money started to look slim at at the point where i started to see the major bills of me eating out so much that stuff can become costly so what i do is i go to the grocery store and i buy my ingredients and every day that i can that i'm cooking usually there's a special occasion that we're, we're going to eat out just for an example guys a couple of days ago we went to the gym and i was going to cook but then we decided hey let's just go to zaxby's and get something so on occasion i go out to eat right but i, I can't eat out every day nope can't do it um but that was my major mishaps i burnt some fried chicken 2018 i remember it i think uh my roommate came in and he said what was that sm what's the smell and i say yeah I, I burned some chicken i'm sorry um the restaurant that are that are most instagrammable I, i'm not sure what that that means uh most instagrammable i guess maybe taking a picture of your food and posting it on instagram um i do that a lot when i go to a lot of new spots right lazy dog i have and I, that's not new to me i've been there before but lazy dog had to instagram about that one time um volcano volcano was new to me in duluth that was very new um and referring back to the first question there's there's another good spot this spot was in tennessee uh gatlinburg me and my friends went to a uh, um kind of a a steakhouse like a fancy steakhouse you know one of those restaurants where you get a little chip thing and it's green and they keep giving you meat and then you flip it over when you're done and when you're full, but you can keep eating, keep eating. That was an expensive tab, by the way. I spent almost $70 on that. Um, That was Instagrammable. Oh, shoot. I got another one, guys. I'm sorry. I got another favorite restaurant. Now, this is the Montelus in Dahlonega, Georgia. That was a winery slash restaurant. I think we're actually getting ready to go back there on Connor's birthday. Shout out to Connor, one of my friends. That place was scrumptious, too that's expensive because that was the $60 tap for me you know it was the wine tasting and the food that was instagrammable definitely was very instagrammable uh what is one piece of food your listeners could uh, well I, I and i'm gonna rephrase the question that i couldn't live without one piece of food that i can live without chicken any form of chicken baked chicken fried chicken glazed chicken i love chicken um my parents used to clown us because all we wanted was chicken Chicken is just healthier, right? And I can eat a mean steak at at, at times. I can eat I can eat pork at some times, right? Because I fix ham sandwiches sometimes too. But the food that I just absolutely cannot live without is uh, chicken. Can't do it. Oh, and spinach. Can't live without spinach. Nope. And broccoli. I love broccoli. I really love broccoli. Um. Okay, so the question is: It says here, ask to see if anyone's grandma excess excessively excessively feeds them when they come to visit um and i'm going to refrain refrain i'm kind of i'm going to change the question uh to my grandmothers um so as you guys know i did have two one did pass away uh in 2021 um but my grandma ma ma grandma barbara she <laughs> yes she fed us some good food right you know you're gonna you're in a good time when you're going over to grandma's house to eat some food i mean and not just not for my grandma barbara as well but my grandma died because I, I and for my grandma on my mom's side well my mom's mom on my mom's side and then my mom's uh my dad's mom oh that was hard t 
Um, my grandparents can make a mean collard green. Both of them, right? I, I can't, I can't divert. I can't choose which grandma. Both of them made a mean collard green. Um, my grandma Barbara, she can make mean hot wings, right? She can make authentic whole wing hot wings, scrumptious, by the way. Um, pound cake. Bo uh, both grandmas can make ground uh, pound cake. I have to lean towards my grandma Barbara when it came to pound cake because she, she used to make pound cake. It was a whole pound cake. And sometimes she would drizzle a little strawberry drizzle on the pound cake, or sometimes she keeps it naked, or is either the strawberry drizzle or icing, right? A sweet potato pie every Thanksgiving. And I get a little sad because, you know, my grandma, she, she passed away. So, you know, I won't be able to taste her sweet potato pie anymore, but she can make a mean sweet potato pie, right? She can make a sweet, sweet potato pie turkey leg oh both grandmas can get it in the turkey leg cornbread they they and they feed they feed us when we're going over and we used to because we're all grown now but when we were kids and we would go over at grandma's house there's always snacks there's always popsicles there's always they always had this the 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 i don't know what it's called but it's the the extreme ice cream where you had the chocolate the vanilla and the strawberry and what i used to do is take all like a big scoop of all three um, Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its is one thing that she would feed us. There's a lot of it. Cheez-Its is one. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot of great food that is always stocked up. And then and my grandma, she was, she when we come over, she said, hey, go in the kitchen and look and see what I got in there. I know you're hungry, sweetie pie. Go in there and get you something to eat. My grandma, she used to call me sweetie pie, by the way. Go in there and get you something to eat. <laughs> Every time. So that's, I mean, that my grandma, she stayed feeding both grandmas. They stay feeding us when we come over. Of course, what's the craziest food you ever had eaten? Um, okay, so this was this. Um, this kind of goes with the sweet side because I think I've ate some crazy things, and I actually like them, right? And I say to a lot, a lot of my picky eaters, I guess that's the term, the term for it. If you are a picky eater. Um, give food a try, right? When I'm out with friends or going to travel, like in New York, we ate a lot of unique food in New York. I know because we saw our bank statements and it's crazy. But anyway, I try to have an open heart when it comes to food because I love food. If anybody ask about me, and if you want to know something about me, food is something I love right i even love it even more because i do work out and i have what what i call the rock syndrome you guys know dwayne johnson you know the rock when he he works out like a beast he eats like a dang monster right so um i try to keep an open heart but the craziest thing that i've eaten was this um it was this um and i believe this was in new york it was like a cake we had got for dessert and it was just like it was it was like a whole bunch of sugar like it was just the cake with some drizzle with some chocolate drizzle strawberry drizzle with some sprinkles a little scoop of ice cream and inside had a chocolate fudge filling that was the craziest thing and i, I gained pounds from that because i ate it and it was just so much sugar like i i kid you not guys and i wish i would have got this on video for the documentary but i looked like i was I, I looked sick like i was just like oh i can't believe i just ate that like, I can't believe I just ate that. Like, 
I tilted over. I was looking up. I, I couldn't breathe. Like I was just like, oh my God, what did I just eat? That has been, that has to be the craziest thing that I've ever, I've ever eaten. Um, because anything that I've eaten that was crazy, I actually did enjoy. The last question is, have you ever won or entered an Indian, excuse me, have you ever won or entered an eating content? What was it for? Honestly, I can't answer that because I have not been into an eating contest. I think the eating contest is a little bit gross. I see the Nathan hot dog contest and all, I can't even watch people gorge food like that. That to me, that freaks me out. That gives me anxiety. That just looks like they're just about to hurl all of it back up. I cannot do eating contests unless you're slow eating. Like if you're slow eating things, sure. But if you're gorging and gouging food down your throat, down your esophagus, and you're scarring it down and it looks like it hurts, I can't watch that. <laughs> I know it's fun. I, I can't I can't watch people gorge. And I turn it in every time because I hate it. And I crutch fitness. Sometimes they do this. They have whereas the the Nathan hot dog contest. They put it on one of their TVs and at Crunch, the gym I go to, they have multiple TVs. So you get to see it on multiple TVs. Now they don't have it on every TV, but it'd be so funny when they be doing that because you got all these fat people <laughs> scarring down some hot dog and us fit people in the gym working out. And we're just looking up, seeing all the, I'm on the treadmill running and exercising, doing my thing. And I'm looking up and these fat people scoring down hot dogs. I just can't do it guys. I can't do it. So the hint of the point of that i cannot do eating contests that freaks me out it gives me anxiety it looks gross uh it'd it be these it'd be these fat men too like i'm sorry to say i, I hate to be calling folks fat on the show but nathan humdog contest has some fat people like some fat people <laughs> be, and i'm not laughing because they can't help it right or maybe they can but and i laugh too and i'm laughing at myself because honestly i used to be fat right so um it's just one of those things that I just can't, I can't gallop down into. So the end of that question is, no, I have never been in a eating, uh, eating competition and I will never, I never will. Doesn't matter if they're paying me a million dollars. Well, I don't know. They might, I'll do it. I might do it for a mil, but I just couldn't do it. Oh, nah, I just can't do it. It freaks me out. It drives me nuts. I can't do it. <laughs> so that's going to wrap it up here on today's show. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Uh, comment below. Let me know what do you guys think about your favorite foods. Comment below. We want to hear from you guys. And also comment in our comment box. What do you guys think about the Xbox and Bethesda showcase that was happening yesterday? Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Did you hate it? Did you like some games? Did you not like the game that got showed? Let us know. We want to get interactive. We want to hear from you guys, of course. Stay tuned later on this week because we have so much shows to come out. And of course, Shell Purcells, I'm Not Your Sugar Mama. New episode coming out tomorrow, well, Wednesday. So stay tuned for that as well. So that's going to wrap it up here on the podcast. I've been your host, Gilby Kennedy Lucas. Of course, I'll, as always, I like to say, stay safe, drink water, guys. My watch said it's 91 degrees here in Atlanta. That's hot. So please stay hydrated, drink water whenever you can. Every 15 minutes, get some, some water with some ice. Stay safe, guys, because it's hot. It is only going to get hotter as we get ready for the end of June and early July. So that's going to wrap it up here. KLP Aftermath. I've been your host, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Stay safe. Stay swanky. <laughs>